All right. Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Prime colon Beast Hunters podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David, and I forgot to make tea again today. Dang it. Aw, but tea. Oh, and it, 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 throat is not it is our kind of 200th episode spectacular, which we are celebrating by just doing an episode of Transformers Prime. Like we Yay! always do. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I, I had ideas, but they were all, like, too complicated or weird or convoluted or just just do a regular episode. Admittedly, one of my ideas was us just, um, let's keep having digressions without actually ever getting to the episode. <laughs> that might have to be our April Fool's. We could probably pull off. Yeah. I, I We might pull it off without ever, without actually trying. Yeah. Maybe not this week. <laughs> So yes, this uh, this episode first aired July fifth, twenty thirteen, written by Michael Cassett, who has never written for Transformers before or since. Oh, but has a pretty extensive Hollywood resume. Did uh, we did we hurt him? Oh, is he never coming back because we were bad to him? I mean, the weird thing is he, that he does not do a lot of um, a lot of animation. Really, mm-hmm. does a lot of live action TV. He did uh, he did a lot of Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. What? I uh, wrote a bunch of uh, episodes of that Z Nation. What the hell, Z Nation? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Four episodes of Max Headroom. Yes. So he's been around a while. What? Oh, actually, it, he did do. However, it looks like he does one about every two decades because he also did an episode of the Centurions. <gasps> Yay! Man and Machine Power Extreme. Oh man. He did okay, well now I gotta find out which episode that was. Oh hey, we have a different director this episode. Uh Vinton Heck. Although actually Heck. I I I lie, he actually did two animated episodes in the eighties. He did an episode of Dungeons and Dragons. <gasps> oh my Ooh. god. <laughs> and it looks like he's going to be involved with that new uh, Wild Cards series that they're doing. If I. Happens, yeah. It took me a moment. Not to be confused with the wild cards anime. So is that related to the uh, the George R. R. Martin thing? I no okay. no not at oh, all. Oh, I don't know. I I was thinking not to be I confused with just, wild cats. I think something else in Japanese. Just... I mean, they're heroes, not zeros. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, uh, yeah, first time uh, Transformers writer here, and uh, we begin pretty much where the last episode ended with uh, Megatron and Shockwave poking into this cyber matter that is was created by the sacrifice of a bunch of Predacon clones and some spilled synthetic energon. I'm liking this extremely serialized storytelling here. I'm, I'm enjoying it. A plus. And, you know, Starscream, not impressed because he's Starscream. Yeah, well, goes, oh, science is boring. Yeah, he's all, oh yeah, another another shockwave plan. You're gonna you're gonna clone a bunch of uh, monsters that are gonna kill us again. <laughs> I mean, 
He might. Yeah, and and Shockwave is he's getting a little huffy about this because uh as as in the last episode, uh didn't you just leave me to be killed by Autobots? <laughs> yeah Starscream is not on his good list. And he has an extremely badass line where he says that he's going to force Starscream to share his perception as he's forcing him towards this like sharp piece no, of debris that'll no. poke his eye out. <laughs> No, 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 no eye of trauma, please. Please, no. Injury to yeah. the eye motif. Yes. Oh, do not like. No. Well, it wouldn't be the first time Starscream lost an eye, because in Transformers Revenge... No, sorry, Transformers Dark of the Moon, um, uh, Shia LaBeouf shoots it with a grappling hook and, like, yeah, tears it out. And oh, it's all Yeah, I forgot about the... And- the- uh, and then he sticks a bomb in there, and his head explodes. Small human, uh, just to murder him. Yeah, that is very weird. All of the, all of that is terrible, and I hate it. I mean, it's still not as gross as Ravage's goopy spine getting ripped out by Bumblebee. That's oh, that was also uh, really awful. There's just so much goop in, inside Transformers in those movies. You know, I was talking yeah. just last episode about the like line of of robot purely robotic to purely like well biological metal that that you get that you have to like establish in a transformers setting anyway goo and then for that matter there's uh later in dark of the moon when megatron gets decapitated there's like this awful rotting wood noise when his head gets torn off his torso Uh, and like like a like a, a giant spray of goop coming from within him as his chest kind of pulls apart. I don't like any of this. Uh, I don't approve of any yeah, of this. Yeah. Anyway, Starscream's all, well, hey, if I hadn't done all that, I guess this never would have happened then, right? Right? Please don't poke my eye out. Also, yeah, so he he asks Megatron if he's going to do anything, and and Megatron says, like, I'm thinking. And I just imagine Megatron's response being the shrug emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Shockley was like, well, I guess that's logical. I guess I won't gouge your eye out on this children's program. And, you know, Megatron's like, okay, so, you know, we can use this to rebuild Cybertron or turn Earth into a Cybertron, but this is just like a jumble of random crap. Can you make this into, like, buildings and stuff? And he's like, well, Because they they realize that this is also the same stuff that made up his, his big dark melt that he yes. had. And so he's like, oh, well, listen, we, uh, we're going to need some sort of launch mechanism, and so we are going to rebuild the Omega Lock. Meanwhile, back at uh, the Autobot base, Ultra Magnus, I'm a monster! (laughs) On the end of his hand Uh, was a hook. Oh, he just, it was bitten off by a seal and, oh. No. uh, It's, I kind of, I like that we have an artificial limb in Transformers 
it's odd that we really haven't had it before outside of comics and people with hook hands. Peg legs. But it, when you think about it, it's also weird since they're, you're, you're adding like, oh, a mechanical hand to a mechanical being, although, as Ratchet says, they don't have the right parts on hand to just build him a new hand. But. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe once they get to Cybertron or something, and, like, they rebuild Civilization, maybe then they can, like, build him a new hand, as opposed to giving him this horrible claw. Yes. It's not that horrible. It, it kind of looks <laughs> like Whirl should have it as a normal hand. Yeah. And he says, you know, it'll be functional, but I don't know if you actually fight with it. And uh, and then mm. Smokescreen, he's all, hey, you know, listen, it'll be fine. Like, you'll be the, the hook hand guy, just like Bumblebee is like the bleepin' bloopin' guy. And Bumblebee is not cool with this. And Smokescreen is canceled. Yes. <laughs> oh. And he, he, he keeps just digging that hole deeper. He's making it worse. About how everybody likes you and it doesn't even really matter because we can all understand you anyway, but... You, we we like the, you know, you really own that. You're really making it work. And Bumblebee is just not, not amused. Yeah, smokescreen is canceled. Yeah. And yeah, Raph is all, uh, yeah, uh, no, Bumblebee would actually like to be able to talk. And maybe you don't bring it up. Yeah. Smokescreen, you dumbass. Uh, he, like I said, every episode this season has a smokescreen no moment. <laughs> Yeah. So back no. uh, back on the Nemesis, you know, Predaking is uh, is uh, talking with Megatron. He's like, "Well, you know, if you restore Cybertron, then obviously you've got to uh, clone, bring all the Predacons back as well, and uh, you know, then I can you know have them fight all of uh, all of the Autobots and such." And Megatron's just kind of, eh, "Yeah, maybe no, though." <laughs> maybe let's not do that just bring back the entire race so yep. does he mean like every Predacon that ever I mean I guess you know we're talking on a Transformer scale so we're not talking on like an organic race scale where it's like so you want us to bring back every human that ever lived right no it yeah, the Decept- or Transformers are much smaller scale. It's probably like a thousand guys. Yeah, that's kind of still more robot dragons than I want on my robot planet, though. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why. It's it's great. I want all the robot dragons on my robot planet. Mm-hmm. But Megatron does not have my fondness for dragons. Anyway. Uh so anyway, Shockwave reports in, says, you know, we got the, we got the, uh, Omega Lock, but it is hella busted, and we're just gonna need to get, uh, like, Earth technology to fix it. So indeed, the, uh, li- it, like it's an episode of G1 or something, the Decepticons just start stealing human stuff, uh, first. They stole a bunch of, they stole 20 tons of control rods from a nuclear plant. <laughs> that sounds like it might be a problem. For everyone. Yeah, like, is Megatron just building a nuke here? Yeah, That would probably be my first assumption. He's just going to set off a bunch of nuclear bombs. Yeah, it's, that is sort of a questionable thing to be stealing. There's no good reason to have those. And Shockwave also then reports that, uh, you know, the synthetic energy, Energon that Knockout made is, like, it's not finished. 
So uh, that's why everything's so unstable. We need the whole thing, and they just, you know, can't complete it. Because, but Megatron is very insistent that this be done because he intends not only to retor- restore Cybertron, but also turn Earth into another Cybertron. <laughs> turn Cyber turn Earth into a sun. Yes. What would the Decepticons want with another sun, Commander? Okay, sorry, I had to go off on a Headmaster's tangent. <laughs> So Shockley's all, uh, you know, logically, wouldn't it just be cool to rule one planet? Actually, if it was a proper headmaster's tangent, it would have been Decepticons. (laughs) (laughs) And then Megatron is kind of going a little crazy again here, because he talks about how, you know, Earth and and Cybertron are linked, and thus you must rule both to control, to control, uh, you know, you must have one or you rule none of them. I do kind of wonder, like, did Megatron did explain the Unicron thing to Shockwave at some point, right? Because otherwise Shockwave would just be like, Earth is what now? Wait, he thinks this planet is the devil? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's just not logical. (laughs) Because, yeah, that that kind of... I feel like that really got forgotten, uh... And also, characters have shown up since then who, like, like does Smokescreen know? Did they tell Smokescreen that this planet is the devil? Yes. <laughs> I guess he feels like that's why he's fated to be here. Yeah, you know the devil? Well, he's, he's literally real, and also we fought him and then killed him. And also, he was this planet. Yeah. You've sent a bunch of rock devils after us. <laughs> yes. So I... I Probably at some point, I assume Megatron must have mentioned to Shockwave. Yeah, like, like catch <laughs> me up on this. <laughs> because just pulling that out of nowhere just would lead to a very good conversation. <laughs> so now there, so now Fowler reports that another Decepticon uh, heist is going on. The uh, the Autobots head out, but Ultra Magnus cannot go because he still hasn't actually figured out how to uh, bend his robot claw hand. Aw, poor guy. So, uh, so the Autobots get there. The Vehicons are are stealing some sort of thing. Uh, they they have to fight uh, Soundwave, who also drops in. So while the uh, while the Vehicons do indeed escape with their stuff, Optimus shoots down Soundwave. Tangles him up in a bunch of power lines like a fifties giant bug. And yeah, uh, that it, it it is sort of that is kind of a surprising thing for them to to get Soundwave caught in because he seems like he'd be better than that, but I guess not. I mean, again, yeah, he finally loses a fight. It seems really weird. Like how he just gets shot out of the air by the giant chain gun and shot by giant brick shaped Optimus. It's, Although speaking of tangled. Speaking of a guy getting tangled in wires, I hate to bring up Transformers Dark of the Moon again. God damn it. <laughs> but where Optimus spends half an hour stuck in some high tension wires. Or no, it was like a crane or something. It's like he must have intentionally th- flown into it because it was so weird. Like, how did you get stuck there, dude? Oh. Autobot. Autobots, we have to do something, otherwise Shia LaBeouf is going to be stuck in a building that's falling over for like half an hour. Oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, I forgot about that entire that entire building scene could be cut out because it 
there's nothing there. It's just they go into a building to go somewhere, and then it starts to fall over. No, let's just get out of the building and continue on our way. No, you know what? Because 3D, and 3D always has to exist to make me specifically as a claustrophobic person, or not claustrophobic, as an acrophobic person, extremely uncomfortable. (laughs) Were they doing 3D in that one? I don't remember. I thought that was There was definitely 3D in that one. Okay. Yes, that was like I think that was the first 3D one. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, oh, yeah. uh, just just a reminder of that very cool uh, Revel Tech Optimus Prime I got from Dark of the Moon for five dollars at the local <laughs> thrift shop, and then I was like, "Are these the wings from Jetfire's corpse?" Oh no! Right, these are the wings from that time he got embarrassingly caught in power lines <laughs> for like thirty minutes of the movie. Yeah. I have to get out of here. The movie's almost over. I have to fight giant robot Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> uh, I think Nimoy... Anyway. I will say that Nimoy is pretty cool in that movie. Speaking of yeah, but he says Prime the line. having yeah. wings, though, this for some reason it just really hit me again in this episode how cool this Prime design is, yes. and I like it a lot. And He's just really big, and his wings are cool, and I like him. Kind of, he's he's well. The problem is he's he's built kind of like a Warcraft dwarf, yeah, with a smaller head. Or he looks like one of those Warhammer guys. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. It's just this Pro- mountain of a prime dwarf. for just, the prime god. He's just space marine shaped. <laughs> and however, of note here is that Laserbeak gets away, and somebody really should have yes. shot that guy down, and that would save them a lot of trouble. Later in this episode. Oh, they nope. weren't paying attention. Nope. I mean, listen, what what harm can he do? He's basically origami. Yes. <laughs> oh, but I did notice in this episode, like, I, I don't know if there's supposed to be, like, little mouth parts, but they kind of look like little mantis hands on the front of Laserbeak. Like, like he's a little tiny adorable face there with little hands <laughs> just rubbing them together. Oh. It's kind of cute and creepy at the same time. Yeah, so, so they bring him in, they strap him to a table, and everyone threatens him with torture. This is un- this is extremely uncomfortable. Torture doesn't work, Optimus. They're not very good at torture. They're they're trying, and I applaud their efforts. Uh, also, I kind of feel like for for Soundwave, like he handles it well, but I kind of feel like being off the grid would be torture. Because they mention how they're, yeah. like, shielded. All their communications are shielded, so he can't get any signals out. And I'm like, what if What if I didn't have my phone? <laughs> oh, my God. What's happening? What's happening on Twitter? What, what if I couldn't listen to podcasts? Oh, no. I don't know what people are talking about on Twitter. <laughs> what if there are 30 to 50 feral hogs? <laughs> Autobots, I will surrender the information only if you tell me what's trending. <laughs> only if you give me the Wi-Fi password. The the main problem in this scene is, is like, they're all playing bad cop. Everyone's yeah. playing good cop. Yeah. And they all are basically, they're all the good cop trying to play bad cop. And then, except for uh, Wheeljack. Well, Optimus, uh, yes. you know, he does ask me a question, and then Soundwave just sort of plays it back to him like he's the predator. <laughs> oh, he makes a dubstep remix. Yes. I- well, as as Miko said, Optimus Prime, the remix. Yes. 
Miko is impressed. Yeah, like yes. How how easily Soundwave is caught is weird. Them threatening him with torture badly is is weird and not good. But the shit Soundwave does while he's captured is great. He's and then he just like, starts oh, just he just starts like crashing his. Yeah, and then he crashes his own, he, he sends out like a, you know, a sound that makes everybody uncomfortable. Uh, luckily, he does not know the brown note. <laughs> that, that isn't real. And then Although he just starts. Robots, who knows? And then he crashes his own drive and puts himself into a coma, but not before uh, but saying after... in the Soundwave voice. Soundwave superior, Autobots inferior. I thought that was extremely dumb and I did not care for it. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cheesy. I... Is it the only line he says in this series? Yes. In this series, yes. Okay. Well, I if he's going to only say one line, I mean, I don't give a shit what he says. He's Soundwave. He's evil and creepy. There is, during the interrogation, there is a brief check-in back with the Decepticons, uh, where, speaking of movie quotes, it's not actually what Megatron said, but I just expect basically what Megatron is saying to Starscream is, unlike some of my other warriors, he knows how to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> it, it was absolutely the same energy as the movie scene, where yeah, Megatron's like, unlike some of you, I trust Soundwave to yeah, that, that not was, just spill everything that was better. the you moment that he needs. Take a Anything. Take a chunk of a line and change it to something cool. This, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's Soundwave. That's my favorite Soundwave line. I really like how <laughs> horrified everybody is by what Soundwave is doing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like he's deleting everything and then he's no. crashing himself. I mean, Stop it, all the it, It's like he just know. gave himself brain damage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's like a guy taking a cyanide pill. It's like, you can't torture me because I'm going to smack my head into the wall until I fall unconscious. Uh, yeah, effectively. I mean, he's, it's very effective. He does a very good, he's very good at what he's trying to accomplish. So good job. Uh, so, anyway, we cut back to the uh, Decepticon. Shockwave has found something with uh, enough power to rebuild the, to power the Omega Lock, and that is a particle collider synchrotron in Antarctica. <gasps> Antarctica, you say? Yes. It's snowy down there. But he still can't get the synthetic energon to work. <laughs> and so Megatron remembers, okay, so uh, Knockout got it from Ratchet, and so maybe we just get Ratchet, but we don't know where the Autobots live. But uh, Soundwave was watching the Autobots and all of their human allies, not just the kids. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that Laserbeak might have that data. I like that they specifically point out that uh, it's difficult. It's especially difficult to get Ratchet because he's a hermit. Because yes. He's the Autobot <laughs> who least often leaves the base. He's always home. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, we uh, we cut to Agent Fowler, who is uh, who is driving out. He's on his way to uh, meet with General Bryce, and it just so happens that Laserbeak is following him. Dun dun. Ooh. Yes. And of course, Predacon or uh, Megatron says, "You know, Predaking, you gotta, you know, you gotta be with the team here because the Autobots are here." And uh, Predaking says, "Oh, well, that's great! I'm gonna fight Optimus Prime again." And 
you know, Megatron's all, you know, God damn it, Predaking. I am running out of Viacons. <laughs> Could you not? Well, also, he's like, yes. Sort of trying to get rid of him, kind of, sort of. Because he's a liability now. Yeah. God, like Shockwave, I wish you'd never cloned this guy. He's a pain in the ass. <laughs> but you told me to do that, sir. Yeah, well. Oops. Mm. So anyway, the Autobots are headed out to the South Pole. Uh, Fowler is headed back to the base. And meanwhile, Soundwave is just creeping everybody out, and Bulkhead wants to throw a tarp over him. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, that's fair. Mm. So indeed, it turns out that... Uh, with uh, with this uh, synchrotron, Megatron will have enough power to create a black hole. He likes black holes. Uh-huh. Of course, what a black hole does is devour worlds, and what Megatron wants to do is to create one. So now Ratchet has figured out what is going on. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, of, of course, uh, of course, Jeffrey Combs figures out the mad science solution that Megatron was trying to come up with. It's, like, it's old hat for him. That's what he does. Well, especially because Ratchet kind of thinks, well, maybe we should let him do it. Yeah, because yeah. he wants, he still really wants the Omega key back. Want the Omega lock yes. back so they can, you know, fix Cybertron. Mm-hmm. Now we're back to that conflict. And yeah, but uh, Prime is all, uh, no, you know, he'll just, uh, he's just going to blow up. He's going to use that power to you know, not only rebuild Cybertron, but also Cyberform Earth as well. So that would be bad. Aww. So back at the back at the South Pole, it is a huge Optimus Predaking fight, and this is really cool. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty cool. Um, it's not as good as the fight last episode. It's it, it's a lot of midair, kind of cool though. Well, a fight with a dragon is. Hard to f- mess that up. Yes, and it's 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 prime in that you know cool new design fighting this giant well, dragon. It, it it is really quite cool. Yes, the the best part is that that there's a lot of shots against the moon. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's set in the Arctic, so the the setting really adds a lot to the fight. Mm-hmm. Also, then Prime crashes to the ground and wakes up. You get a lot of um, bat signal yes. predicons. Yeah, there there is a shot that is almost a shot for shot recreation of the scene with the uh, the bat wing going <laughs> up uh, against the moon in that eighty nine Batman movie. Yeah, it is. Uh... Oh, I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, and then uh, then Prime crashes to the ground and they wake up King Ghidorah. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Oops. They should have more heads. Okay, with Sally Hawkins. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, Optimus is defeated. The uh, the Autobots battle some Viacons. Shockwave successfully steals this particle collider. And then Laserbeak just busts into uh, to the Autobot base, just flying in through the window. Yes, father, I shall become a laser beak. <laughs> I mean, there are worse things you could be. <laughs> uh. 
So he uh, he keeps the Autobots at bay. Well, and it, it's kind of like when you have a bat in the house. Really, you kind of don't want to swat it with your hands, but you also want it out of your house. Yes. Uh, sure. What I'm saying is somebody needs a butterfly net here. Yes. I haven't had a bat in the house. Well, never? I've had bats land on screen windows. I've never had a bat in my house. Boy, that happened to be like I three times. I do remember one, one night I... I Went to the bathroom multiple times as the night went on, and the ba- little tiny baby bat was still clanging on the bathroom window every time, which is kind of cute. Eventually, it went away. I uh, we had a bat in the house multiple times when I was a kid. I don't think I've ever had a bat in the house, but I absolutely had a bat hit my windshield one time and get stuck under the Ooh. wiper. Oh, yeah, it was oh, unfortunate. No. And then once when my mother when my mother was young, they had an owl in the house. Ooh, oh, jeez. Canada is dangerous. Yeah, no, she like she like she got up in the middle of the night and like to go to the bathroom and there was just this owl sitting there. <laughs> I just find like praying mantises and stuff. Surprisingly. Birds, yeah, lots of bugs. So many spiders. Yeah, for the most part, if it can fly it it doesn't belong in your house. Actually I've yeah, I've never birds. seemed to be here for it, but I have had times uh, while I've been staying with my parents when uh, they have had birds just like randomly come in the door because they left the door open, but it was always like when I was out and by the time I got back, they were like, yep, there sure was a bird up in the sewing room. Like, great. Thanks. Uh, I've had mice in the house and, and cats, but I was trying to get the cats in, not the mice. Well, obviously, you should have got the cats in to get the mice. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. Like, for a while, like, the mice would get in, and and my cat at the time, Cole, still possibly my favorite cat, he would play with the mouse. He would... A few of the other cats, like, they would try to kill it. He would pick it up, and it was the best toy ever. Pick it up, carry it to a room, drop it, and then chase it around. Oh, best toy. Cats are bad. Cats are so sadistic. It's great. I love them. Uh, so anyway, they, they can't do anything about Laserbeak. He reunites with Soundwave, he, who comes back to life like Frankenstein. Yes. He's a monster. Goes all tentacly and... Good job. Good, good save. Takes out Smokescreen, takes out Bulkhead, just backhands Fowler. Yeah. With his tentacles. And Let's then, point out that this is with his tentacles. Because his tentacles yes. are creepy. Yes, he's gone Doc Ock again. Yes. And then he makes a beeline for Ratchet, and that is where the episode ends. What? A cliffhanger? A proper cliffhanger? In this yes. show? I love these serial stories. I love how it's just like, bam! That's it. Next episode. Because, indeed, we only have three episodes left before the end of Transformers Prime proper. No, oh, no. What? The end? Oh, no. Well, three episodes and a movie. But there's still more, yeah. That I still have. To, the movie is on Netflix, right? Hope I'm pretty still. sure, or like in your local gas station. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could have sworn I bought it, but if I did, I cannot find the damn thing. Mm. But yeah, cliffhanger. So, this yes, was that a, is the end. Good episode, kind of. Yeah, it's got like well, well, the last few is like it, it, it's. A lot of action, which is good. The story makes some jumps, like Soundwave getting captured really easy, but 
what comes from that is really good. Yes. I like it. Good episode. Mm. It, mm. I mean, it's sort of like because it's all so serial at this point, you can't really just like judge a single episode as much. Uh, but, you know, it continues to be a good overarching meta story. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use words like overarching meta story because I'm a writer. <laughs> and so that is it for this week. Uh, you can find us all over the internet. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. And we have a Patreon. Yep. Uh, we are hosted by IaconUnderground.net, where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other expenses. That is at patreon.com slash Icon Underground. Uh, still haven't decided as of this recording what we're going to be doing for the spooky month of Spookoween. Uh, maybe I can... I guess Rob already watched Dracula Untold, so I probably can't get him to watch it again because that's asking a lot. Oh. It would It would be like a stake through the heart. <laughs> we need more terrible movies with Dominic Cooper in them. I, I might do it, but I would have to do this accent through the entire film. It's bad. It's not a good accent. Oh, that, that could be entertaining without. We, we do a very old, uh, like, classical Baroness accent. Bats do calm. not work that way. It's, 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 a, it's a little bit my Transylvanian heritage, and also a little bit uh, Janosch from Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> yes! Oh, yes! Well, that's a little more uh, more high pitched and fun. With the, with the playing with the thing, master. <laughs> a, a, a little bit of the Peter McNichol. Which wait, was wasn't he Renfield in uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It? Yes, he was. Oh, cool. Oh. And of course, what uh, what actor was he parodying from Bram Stoker's Dracula? Um, who played Renfield? Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. I, I'm thinking Udo Kier, but I don't remember Udo Kier ever being a Renfield. Not actually European, and mostly not an actor. <laughs> what? Okay. I'm, I'm better known as a musician. It's Tom Waits. Oh, wow. Oh, Tom Waits. I forgot about that. But you could be forgiven for thinking it was Ron Perlman. <laughs> yeah. Well, nice. they're similar. Nice. So, yeah, but we'll have something appropriately spooky. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, of course, uh, it may be out by the time you listen to this, or it may not be. We also have a special guest coming up on our next episode of Superhuman Samurai Cyberpod. Very special. Which will yes. have come out before this, unless scheduling has fallen apart again for another okay. month. But it, it should be out. Schedules are hard. I don't like them. Please go listen to it. Our our friend for many years, Christine Love, plugging, uh, I guess, more of her games. Um, yes. What's the new one called? Is it Get... Which hasn't come out get, yet. Uh, it's not Get in the Car Loser. Um, Something like that. I know that's the one that came out. <laughs> I'm not sure what her stuff. upcoming one is. Wait, no, I thought that was the... I thought that wasn't out yet. I don't think that one's out just yet. Okay, I guess it is Get the Car Loser. She, she, she's guess. had demos and stuff. that It's almost complete, okay. but not complete. Okay, right, right. Yes. Get the Car Loser is the next one. The most recent one is, I believe, Lady Killer in a Bind. Yes. Yes, so, which, which is, is, is very, they're very dirty which, and, and entertaining. Adult only. 
goodness. According to her Wikipedia page, and I believe she is our first guest to have a Wikipedia page. Ooh. Um, yes. Uh, the game is an erotic visual novel about social manipulation and girls tying up other girls. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully her, I, I can definitely say among also being, being good games, her games are also, at least through Steam, uh, playable on Linux. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. bonus there. Oh, yeah. Uh, get in the car, loser. Doesn't come out till next year. Okay. Alas. He doesn't have an exact... She's not on the God. media tour yet, but soon. I'm, I'm looking forward to who you're cracking wise with Kimmel. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. Bye-bye. Thank you.